0: Welcome to PopEx Cast, where science fiction meets pop culture. We're the podcast that covers everything pop culture and beyond the multiverse. Are you ready to get your geek on? crank up the DeLorean warm up the proton packs toss a coin to your witcher and deep dive into your favorite plate of chimichangas this is popx cast
1: you're listening to popx cast where science fiction meets pop culture Here we go!
0: Parthex cast. I was born in it, molded by it. Parthex cast. No strings on me. Autobots, transform. Parthex More human than human is our motto. Here's Johnny. Never had a pet pony. Hasta vista, baby. All cast. Captain's Log Supplemental.
1: Megasonic Teenage. What the...
0: I am the one who knocks.
1: Exhaustion. Excelsior! Welcome to Cast, episode 137. Oh my gosh, it's 2022. As we told you in 136, we'll see you next year. And it's been an entire year. Since, no, here it's actually not. It's only been four weeks. Long but time. but um, man, Christmas oh, yeah. was great this year. I mean, the holidays, the new year, um, you know, we've had a great time here in the Burke household. How about in the other Burke household? How was your New Year's and, and Christmas and holidays?
2: Uh, It was great. It was busy, full of snow, uh, to the point to where I missed uh, my screening for Scream because I
1: saw that. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You couldn't scream on the New Year.
2: No, I couldn't. Unfortunately, there's been two snowstorms, and tonight they're giving another one, so we've
1: been preparing for it. My God, you guys are just getting crapped on
2: makes no sense we're in kentucky this isn't supposed to happen yeah, All right. yeah. we don't like snow here
1: you know it's been a like it. while it's been a while though since uh central central kentucky and eastern mm-hmm. kentucky have gotten snows of the magnitude you guys are getting so mm-hmm. it's weird about every eight years you guys are due for a big one yeah you yeah. know and, and it just so happens this we've is. Had,
2: we've had two this will make maybe three like it's
1: mine. oh my gosh well Lindsay, how about the badger household how was the holidays girl
2: it
3: was it was a magical time of the year as usual. Uh we uh we had like some snow dustings, but nothing really to blink an eye at.
1: Just a little Which
3: poof. I'm I'm thankful for. Okay. I, I am not a fan of snow
1: at Neither all. Neither am I.
3: So uh that was that was completely fine by me. I'm sure my children were disappointed though. Okay. Uh let's see. We've we've had Christmas, we've had New Year's and we celebrated a birthday last weekend. So what? it's been quite
1: a festive last few weeks a
3: festive
1: last few weeks huh yes yeah so we got a little echo there hold on a second i blink i know exactly did you push a button i know what the culprit is i got the culprit right here
3: please stand
1: i got a culprit oh my gosh all right it should be all right now guys let us know in the chat but that's cool that we all had a great holiday season and you know what 2022 is here like we said and promised we'll be back in the new year and we're back, and there's been a lot of things to cover and go on. We're not going to spend too much time in the formalities of the opening segment just because there's a lot to talk about. A lot of stuff has happened in the past two weeks since the the, the new year has happened. But um, with all that said, uh, Austin Burke, are you wanting to roll back into your duties as always?
2: Oh, man. It's, uh, just it's kinda, been a whole year. Kind of <laughs> glide back into
1: that there. Yeah, I think yeah. I can do it. All yeah, right, so, um, is.
2: hey guys, welcome to pop X Cast, where science fiction meets pop culture. I'm Austin Burke, the Appalachian geek at heart. We would like to welcome everyone joining us live in the PopX.live chat room. Come hang out with us and join the conversation at PopXCast.com. If this is your first time tuning into PopX, the first 10 to 15 minutes or so, we run down the headlines since our last show, last year, and then we <laughs> deep dive into all things nostalgic on the retro rewind at the halfway point we hit on the show's topic mm. and today
0: mm. oh
1: boy a little cobra kai action all right? got a little cobra kai action and then on the retro rewind 1982's tron oh my yeah. gosh it's going to be yeah. good but also too uh i want to say right before i do my introductory formalities pop x has officially turned seven
0: Guys, oh my goodness!
1: We are seven years old, literally. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, um, our first show came out January the, the 27th, 27th with Jordan Woods Robinson. It was episode oh, number goodness. one. If you guys don't know that name, Jordan Woods Robinson was a concurring actor on The Walking Dead for about three seasons, and was also a Blue Man in the Blue Man Group here in Orlando until um, Blue Man Group moved out of Orlando. Uh, but Jordan is still here in Orlando. Um, but, uh, so basically basically, Lindsay and Badger and I were sitting in a chat room one night in, in a, in a defunct platform now known as (laughs) blab.im and we were like, Hey, you're into geeky stuff.
3: I remember that conversation. Joe's like, I've been pondering.
1: I've been wanting to do something for quite some time. I want to get back into podcasting and (laughs) what not. What way better not to talk about comic books and pop culture and movies and series. And I told
3: him, I was like, I don't know a darn thing about it, but it sounds fun. Let's go.
1: And so (laughs) seven years old. So, you know, we're only at one at one thirty-seven If you look at the counter right now, but we, it's because we only do every other week. And there was a time, Mm -hmm. there's a year there we did every month, which means we were only pushing out about 12 or 13 a year. Uh, so last year was our biggest, one of our biggest years. We had 24 episodes in 2021 Because 2021 was like at the end of the pandemic and we were just talking about, uh, you know, all these movies were coming out. There was so much happening. So so many series. Yeah, Yeah, it was a great year. Especially, I mean, WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki. It's a great year to be a nerd last year. But uh, with all that said, uh, I'm Joseph Burke, Central Florida Seasoned Comic Book Nerd and Retro Enthusiast and Founder of Cast. And Lindsay and myself and a host of other amazing creatives on our weekly live streams over on the Creative Multiverse. If you guys are look right here on the stream, you'll see there, there's a QR code right at the bottom right of your screen. You okay. click on that QR code, you'll go directly into the Creative Multiverse Discord channel where you can find and connect with us. There's even a PopEx cast thread where we will post updates and show upcoming shows and things like that related to PopEx. But come connect with us over there at the Creative Multiverse, and we're smack dab in the middle of our third annual art Today is Day 19. Can you believe it? Day
0: 19, That's crazy. Right? it's crazy of the way today's done. word
1: is sitcom
0: Perfect. and
1: you can either draw betty white but for me i'm drawing Alf.
0: <laughs> i'm drawing <laughs> Alf. i'm going i'm going old school nice
1: but nice. uh so i'll be doing that later tonight on twitch but uh that is it for me
3: nice uh well you guys know me i'm Lindsay badger your favorite geeky okey um if you guys missed our last episode i know it was been a while a couple weeks you guys can't remember episode 136 we talked about (laughs) spider-man no way home and boy did we break that one down god that was a good one so good and our retro rewind was of course the wonderful beautiful artistic the snowman short story in uh all the geeky retro rewind goodness so if you want to go catch that replay it's here on our channel but mm-hmm. it's also on our website popxcast.com mm-hmm. and all of the other great past shows from the popex collective archive is there as well so there you go enjoy all of the popx goodness there if you're liking what you're seeing here tonight please make sure you are clicking on those buttons that make the algorithms happy mm.
1: <laughs> <Have us>. uh, <laughs> they love us up,
3: share all the things click the buttons bells all the things um and If you subscribe, you get to know when we go live next, which is a bonus, you know, so you can make sure to be here with us in the chat room, interacting with us while we're breaking down all of the good topics that we talk about. If you're catching us on the podcast, make sure you guys are giving us those five-star and glowing, nice, kind reviews. We love them to death, and they definitely help us out. So thank you for that.
1: Lindsay Badger, like a pro. Dang. Try. Girl's got chops, yo. All right, guys. Well, are you guys ready for some news? Because there's been a lot of news this month <laughs> yes. right, Let's do it. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. PopEx News coming your way. Extra, extra. Read all about it. This is PopEx News coming to you live <laughs> right, right here on PopXCast.com. All right. Austin's leading out the news this week. And Austin, I... I, I, I didn't mean to throw you to the wolves, but this is not the best news. Uh, there's a yeah. several names here that you're going to read, but uh, this one came out just this morning.
2: And, and unfortunately, I'm probably going to botch his name. But Gaspard Uliel Is that what we've decided Ullil? on? Ullil? That's, Ullil that's Ullil. what yeah. I would say. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. he, he's a French actor, uh, and we got all excited about the, the Moon Knight trailer that came out this weekend. Looked incredible, but... Um, and and he's one of the stars of that show. Unfortunately, this actor has passed away Mm. this weekend due to an apparent skiing accident in the Alps. In Moon Knight, there was a speculation that he was playing Anton uh, Mogart. Mm -hmm. Fans of the hero will recognize that name uh, as the identity of the Midnight Man. Now that performance will have a tinge of what could have been associated with it. In his home country, uh, Ulil was on track to become a generational actor. And this is legit. We're not just speaking. He was a major, major star after doing some research and kind of looking at French Prime Minister Jean Casteau even put uh, out a tribute on social media writing, uh, Gaspard grew up with cinema and cinema grew with him. They loved each other madly. It is with a heavy heart that we will no longer see his beautiful interpretations we have lost a french a french actor the actor and here here's the saddest part to me mm. was 37 Whew. years of
1: age so young so i mean so ridiculously young, bro. young
2: um and and this was his first major like moon night, kind of a, kind of a coming out party hey this is me uh but thankfully we got that performance. It, right. It, so now we, we
1: got the performance, but it was also, too, his, his official debut, I believe, in American cinema.
2: It was. So. It was. And so, I, you know, it's unfortunate that he can't continue that. But at the same time, it's wonderful that we were able to see a little bit of that in Moon Knight. So I'm right. so happy he was able to finish. Uh, but we also want to honorably mention the passing of television icon and star. And this one hit me. Yeah. Really it, it hit
1: me, too, Bob. Oh, one, my
2: god man i grew I, up with full house bob Saget passed away last week in a hotel right
1: room. here right here it was at, <laughs> yeah
2: in orlando yeah, oh my goodness. it was at
1: the drury inn here in orlando right off international drive he was he was in the middle of his tour his comedy tour and uh our local news media said something to the effect that there was no foul play expected and when okay. when they found him his the paramedics said his hand was on his chest while he was lying in bed
0: oh, so they're
1: saying no. he had a widow maker Uh, heart attack. And that's, that's what's coming out. There was no foul play or drugs or anything involved like that because Bob Saget was, you know, for the most part, a clean guy. I mean, he never really, he smoked cigars and drank a few scotches, but that's about (laughs) as crazy as it got for Bob Saget. Um, But, uh, but you got more, there's more here. There's more. Unfortunately, we have two more
2: Sidney Poitier, who, which Joe you wanted to bring this one up there. Yeah. We we didn't even think because there were so many that have passed Sidney away Portier, since the of January.
1: A great uh black actor who 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 spearheaded <laughs> American cinema into new heights and and yes. some of his greatest stuff, academy award winning material. I mean this the guy was just a beast when it came to American cinema and portraying the characters that he portrayed on screen. So and you know, in light, I know that uh, this past week was Dr. Martin Luther King's um you know, his anniversary. So I I just think it was prominent that we as PopEx, you know, honor and mention Sidney Portier as well.
2: Yeah, and the fact that we've had so many that we're kind of forgetting who all because the final one, one that really no one could forget, is, is Betty White, who oh, man. is yeah. not only an icon on screen. Uh, but an icon off screen, one of the most genuinely wonderful human beings. And the fact that she was able to get to the age, I believe, what was it? 99?
3: Ninety nine, Her one hundredth birthday was this week.
1: Yeah, oh, it wow. was ninety nine, bro. Uh,
3: I believe Google honored her and had some fancy thing you could type mm. in and it would. Have yeah. Like a thank you for being a friend. But I mean,
1: <laughs> you know, with Gaspard Uliel, you guys are seeing this oh, picture gosh, on so screen wild. right now. Um, it's such a young actor, and and my gosh, it was just a lot Pretty has sad. happened in the past three weeks, guys. You know, Bob Saget, Betty White, Sydney Portier, and now Gaspard. It's just crazy. But um, yeah, our uh, our condolences just, and love are sent to you guys. Let's just but hope we're
3: done for a while. <laughs> yeah, yes, I don't please. know if
1: I can handle any more than that. But <laughs> yes, please. Moving along with the news, guys. This one, this one came out just yesterday. Uh, Microsoft exerts its pelvic thrust into the gaming world this Jeez. week with the acquisition of the largest gaming producers on the planet, Activision. Now, guys, Activision has been around since Atari's pitfall. Do you guys, you guys have realized how old Activision is? Oh, yeah. It's, All right. it's got a history. Microsoft announced that it had agreed to acquire Activision and Blizzard, uh, its parent company, uh, as in the creators of Call of Duty... I've got questions there because I am on a PS5. Anyway, Warcraft, Candy Crush, Tony Hawk, Diablo, Overwatch, Crash Bandicoot, and so much more. And once the deal closes, the Activision Blizzard business will report up to Phil Spencer as the CEO of Microsoft Gaming. Until the transaction goes through, Activision and Microsoft Gaming will operate independently. Now, that's a big, big thing there to be able – it's not going to happen right away. It's – think about how when Fox – and Disney, the acquisition of Fox it's and Disney. It's a process. It's a big process. And so uh, the acquisition is described as an all-cash transaction valued at $68.7 billion. Dollars. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Disney paid $62 billion for Fox. So this one topples it by $5 billion. Wow. Now, when you think about just the scale of that, it's hard to accurately describe the magnitude of this deal, should it go through, and it is expected to go through, because I mean, of course the government has to sign off on that. Because any time you've got these major, no it, this is a big takeover thing. Yeah, 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 you're talking stock market acquisitions. You've got all this stuff happening here in the background. Uh, so the acquisition would see Blizzard Entertainment, Beanox, Demonware, Digital Legends, High Noon Studios, Infinity Ward. Uh, King, Major League Gaming, Radical Entertainment, Raven Software, Sledgehammer Games, Toys for Bob, Treyarch, and more report solely to Phil Spencer. Now, according to the press release, the closing of the transaction is expected to happen in the fiscal year 2023. So this is not something that's going to happen next week or next month. This is a process, just like Lindsey just said. As noted above, the two companies will continue to operate independently until then, and it will still need to make up through the regulatory review shareholder approval. I was just talking about stocks and all that. And Activision and, and Blizzard acquisition is just the latest high-profile purchase by Microsoft. Get this, just last year, Microsoft acquired Bethesda Softworks and Xeniax Media, which concluded at the end of last year, Bethesda has created what? Fallout. Fallout anyone? <laughs> Fallout, Wolfenstein, Doom. My goodness. And I believe if I'm not mistaken, Half, Half-Life is included in that as well.
3: There's, there's, a, there's a lot of titles <laughs> oh, that they are now dude, putting their, their this, crown on. This,
1: I bet, I, I, I'm, sell, I'm literally telling you right now, I believe that Sony Entertainment is probably crapping a brick right about now. Yeah, because that's a huge deal. one of their biggest money—I mean, Sony has their own brand of entertainment, but they really relied a lot off these third-party companies like third, Activision to provide. Yeah. yeah, that's how they got the money, right? Yeah. So, with does that mean that Joe Burke is going to have to officially own a piece of Microsoft Gaming <laughs> poop?
0: Uh, maybe, shows.
1: Oh God, I think only I just only time will. Tell. I just threw up in my mouth. Ew. Anyway, sticky. So, anyway, what do you guys think about this acquisition? Uh, leave leave a comment in the chat room uh, below over here on PopX Live. Let us know what you think. If you're listening to the podcast, what do you th- how do you feel about this? How is it going to hmm. affect your gameplay? We want to know about it. Leave us a comment.
3: All right, guys. Well, we are uh, we're going to talk about a little King of the Hill. It's the last time you heard that name pop up, in the conversation.
1: Dang, dang it, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> king of the hill is
3: the latest series to be getting a revival Ooh. Oh. that's fun all right what? so both greg daniels and mike judge have decided to form a new animation company called bandera entertainment and it has a bunch of series in development right now but none of them are bigger than king of the hill which uh, one of the earliest members of the now iconic Fox animation block, Judge and Daniels, led fans through years of weekly stories about the Hill family. And of course, Adult Swim's programming block also ended with helping the show reach an entirely new generation of viewers. That continued life in syndication as a huge reason why Vits we're here now talking mm-hmm. about King of the Hill. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, In some comments in the Hollywood Reporter, Daniel says that they wanted in on the animation renaissance going on right now. We're very excited to be going into different tones and different styles and trying to expand the animation art form, Daniels Mm. explained. We're in a golden age for content, right? That's animation too and was one of the things we were talking about in founding the company. Let's push animation into all of these different genres. I think that's brilliant.
1: I, I think it is I too. Know, I mean, have you
3: guys noticed the differ the 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 influx of animation and the different stylings? Oh yeah. Like uh, yes, yeah.
1: well, use Masters of the Universe for example. Yes, I was
3: going to about the, Smith, the you know. art in that yeah. is phenomenal.
1: It's Beautiful. Did, wrong, could you imagine but... though, King of the Hill done? You know, Mike Judge has got his signature style. Your your <laughs> our users are yes. seeing seeing it. It's it it was, it was formed out of Beavis and Butt essentially yes. his style. <laughs> Mike Judge is the creator and founder of Beavis and Butt and yes. so uh, but uh, and Daria Daria and, knows yeah Daria knows oh my best. gosh
3: American Dad, the whole the like, whole lineup yeah. the whole li- yeah there's a ton of titles
1: but uh, this is this is, excites me because I, I love me some Boomhauer and um, I'm just excited <laughs> to see Boomhauer back in, a, in new stories and new and new shows so this is <laughs> this is pretty awesome yeah. And Marco over in the chat Austin is the best. You know, Marco, no. I I really I really couldn't disagree with you. Austin Thanks. Austin is a be- is awesome. the best. He's pretty awesome. He's pretty great. He makes I'm my crazy. he makes my loins tingle with a fervor and sensation. Moving I don't have on. any
3: tingling, but he's still pretty cool.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of tingling going on. There. No tingling. No tingling. Okay. No. All right. No. Austin, what you got for us next?
2: Sorry, I just wanted to <laughs> tingle. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, Emmy winning actor, uh, Louis Anderson is reportedly, we're bringing it back down a little bit, (laughs) undergoing treatment for blood cancer. The news was confirmed by his representative uh, to Rolling Stone, who revealed that he has been diagnosed uh, with diffuse large B-cell lymphoma. Mm -hmm. the most common type of non-Hodgkin lymphoma. Anderson, whose work includes baskets and life with Louie, has previously been candid about his health, including two procedures in 2003 to correct an unspecified heart issue. I started the pandemic at about 370 or 380 pounds, depending on what I was leaning on, Anderson joked during an appearance on Conan in 2021. And now I'm 340. I'm trying to get to, to 275 <laughs> so I can get into some of my mom's actual clothes. Louie Anderson, uh, hey, we wish you well in your fight. That is a tough, uh, tough disease. Man, anytime you hear that, yeah. you just immediately start thinking about yeah. whoever's having to suffer. Through. It's and true. It's just
3: one of those unforgettable He's hilarious. He's a comic genius. Immediately who that is without even, you know. Yeah,
1: you know his voice. And uh, our users are looking at an image right now. I actually met Louis Anderson. Uh, One of my many trips out to the Las Vegas Strip, Alex and I, and and a host of Blue Man Friends, we got to go crash his show and have, have fun. some fun. We had our own Blue Man Group VIP box right in front of Louie Anderson. And there was many nods and pokes and prods about Blue Man Group and sexual activities that I can't mention on PopExCast because <laughs> Louie <laughs> Anderson is Louie Anderson. But I got a picture. That's my wife and myself and some friends in the background with us uh, in Las Vegas with Mr. Louis Anderson. Uh, pretty sorry. awesome. Uh, yeah, it's very awesome. Uh, but we wish you well, man. And I hope everything goes well. uh Yeah. It's, it, I hate to hear that, but it is, I hear that the prognosis is good for Louie. So there we go. That's great. All right, moving along here. We got one more for you and then we're going to get into uh, the retro rewind. This one, now do, guys, yeah, all right, Lindsay, Austin, yeah. chat, everybody. Have you ever had an impulse buy? Oh, today. Come,
3: today? Today. Or today? No, 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 any,
1: in, in the past 20 days, 30 days. Okay. Oh, absolutely. All right. So this one is probably going to be an impulse buy once I once I mention you exactly what it is because I actually ended up dropping thirty bucks on it today. Uh, oh, Richard Donner's gosh. classic adventure, The Goonies, celebrates its thirty fifth anniversary in twenty twenty. Now that was its thirty fifth. Now uh, about a year and a half later, Warner Brothers celebrated by giving the film the proper 4K treatment. In mm-hmm. fact, there was there's an Amazon gift series that's included with a reproduction of the One-Eyed Willie treasure map. All right, <laughs> you get that in this thing. Uh, you also get, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you get some buttons. You get an embroidered exclusive patch with the pirate logo on front of it. That's pretty dope, I know and somebody's
3: sp- vest is getting
1: uh you, you well yeah it, this it's gonna be on here tomorrow because it's coming in the morning <laughs> yeah. uh, as a, as a matter of fact, it's scheduled for delivery at four a m tonight or in the morning, but anyway, uh, so moving on here, uh, you also get a an exclusive Willie's one eyed Willie's treasure chest that the discs are in, so you That's uh cool. users in the chat are kind of seeing what this whole setup looks like now, guys, here's the kicker. It's this weekend only, all right it, the sale started yesterday and we'll run through the Sunday. This is usually forty nine ninety nine, twenty nine ninety nine. I have okay. the link already. It's already pinned in the Five chat. Easy payments. <laughs> now the four K, oh, the four K alone, the 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 actual. They went through a frame by frame, restored it professionally, properly. Oh, great. They did the whole thing. It's usually twenty two dollars right now. If you just buy the four sure. K, the the gift set is twenty nine. It's kind of a no brainer. You kind yeah. of want to pay the seven bucks and get the whole thing. Uh, there is a digital code that's included and now we usually don't promote or endorse but we just did the Goonies on the Retro Rewind last year and it's just kind of fitting that you know we got you, you can purchase this right now on Amazon Prime for 29 bucks guys before yes. tax it's a heck of a deal and so i wanted you guys to know about that if you're into the Goonies and some retro goodness this is a, and if you got a 4K player and a way to see a 4K movie in your home you got to get this this all is, right.
2: Goonies is my friend Sam's favorite movie of all time oh, dude. so I am legitimately going to buy this for him I'm not you
1: Goonies. you need to I mean the link is right there in the chat you can see yes. it I mean you just click on the it's an Amazon short URL you go straight to it buy it bada boom bada bing yeah. but uh guys are you ready for a little retro rewind
3: be kind rewind Let's be go. kind
1: rewind I like you Lindsay Badger okay we'll be right back retro rewind Starts right now. Retro rewind.
0: Retro rewind.
1: Retro rewind. The Retro Rewind, and ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about none other than Tron 1982. Ah, uh, my gosh. Uh, right off the bat, you guys need to know a few things about this movie that you may not know. And I I actually wrote down a few things in and, and my acquired vastness of retro nerdy knowledge. Um, the film at its time was considered groundbreaking and has inspired several individuals in numerous ways. Now, one of those individuals, you may know this name, John Lasseter, head of Pixar and Disney's animation group, described Tron as being the film that helped him see the potential of computer-generated imagery and production of animated films. So, stating, with his own words, without Tron, there would be no Toy Story. Mm. That's pretty big. I right?
3: like John. He's a good He's a good fella. He's
1: cool, right? He's a cool cat. Yeah. yeah and, and here's another one for you. I've got two, two little tidbits here, two more. Tron is developed into a cult film that was ranked as the 13th in 2010's list of the top 20 cult films published by the Boston Globe. Now, that that's a big accolade. And uh, here's one that a lot of people may or may not know. Despite grossing $50 million worldwide, no, I believe that's domestically, it was $77 million worldwide, the calculated merchandise sale, it was kind of a financial disappointment. And actually, Disney Studios wrote off the remainder of its $17 million budget. Yep, didn't even yep. meet it uh so uh sadly enough uh it it, it was received well I remember Cisco and niebert gave it great great reviews, but I remember other magazines like variety kind of giving it a little bit of a harsh um uh, harsh go at it so it wasn't it wasn't at the time it was just so ahead of its time nobody knew how to understand it and you're thinking about you know you're you're in a you're in a computer. Movie where you're talking about ROM and RAM and these things, didn't really know what you were talking about in, in 1982 because the yeah. general public didn't understand computers like right. we do today. Well ahead of its time. But I want to go immediately down to Lindsay this time. Open okay. it up, New Year, enough, Ladies First. Lindsay, what did you think about Tron?
3: Um, I have respect for this movie just because of the time it came out and what it did. Mm. I feel that um, the storytelling is not so great.
0: <laughs> I, I couldn't agree with the, you there.
3: The, the, the storytelling is, is rough, okay? Yes. So if you're, if you're sitting down and watching it and expecting to be fully encapsulated into the story from beginning to end, you're going to have a rough journey. It's going to be but a little challenging. But if you can take a step back and just look at it overall as a piece of art... Mm. and technology That's a good way to put it. and um, where the where they were pushing the limits in the film industry and in trying to experiment with new techniques and ways of telling stories in a in a different viewpoint that you probably wouldn't get normally in 1982 I can I can give it some thumbs up there but man it was tough to sit through mm. i in and josh and myself uh, watched it together cuz i don't know if josh has actually seen the original one i know really? he's seen the newer one i've seen tron but it was so long ago i forgot about it so i knew going into it that it was going to be kind of a slow burn for me true but then by the time we get to the end i'm like nodding off a little bit and yeah, I get i'm it. like and and then I started getting confused because at the final scene, the third act, you know, whenever you're 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 going up to the you know the the main computer guy and, and you're fighting him and whatever, and then there's this chick that you don't meet until the very end of the movie, and then all of a sudden she's making out with the guy, like it's some love interest. It was just like very confusing, very quick, very sporadic, and I'm like not following. Yeah. The the logical, you know point to point of the story and I was just like, my brain kind of gave up on it and I'm like, all right, we're
1: done. Can I I help you with a little bit of that? Please. All right. So the characters that you see in the computer-verse, they are counterparts to their actual person and program they programmed in the real world. So um, Alan, who is the guy with the glasses that Mm -hmm. goes to see uh, Flynn, is actually Tron because Alan programmed a program called Tron. That actually yes. underseeds the main security program. The lady uh, in the film is, is another programmer for MCon, and she is she wrote a program, and that was her name. So the likeness of the programmer is in the computer it's, world. Yes, I, I understood that. Flynn, one. Flynn, the main guy, uh, Jeff Bridges' character, had a uh, had a relationship with her in the real world, but now she's dating Alan. All right. Mm. And so he really wanted to go back with her and that's why he kissed her at the end because even though he can't kiss her in the real world he wanted one last kiss with her in the artificial world. Yeah.
3: yeah. See, I kind of I kind of missed all of that. Yeah. I think my my brain was just like no more. That's what I
1: mean though. You I, see I think what I my mean? My
3: eyes kind of got tired because of staring at the neon for a long period I of time. I can stare at
1: neon for a long time. <laughs> you know, I <laughs> I just, think that
3: was part of it cuz my my brain was just like
1: Shut down. No, no, I get it. I get it. (laughs) But if you ever get a chance, Lindsay, to go back and watch it, think about Tron as a parallel to the human world.
3: Yeah, I know. And and
1: have that concept. I mean, that's what I meant when Tron, when I said Tron was ahead of its time, that nobody in 82 could understand the concept.
3: Yeah, yeah. I I definitely see that viewpoint. If you
1: watch it one time, you will be confused. If you watch it a second time, it will make a little more sense with an open mind. Um but I understand what you're saying, though. I'm gonna go ahead and let you continue. I'm sorry.
3: No, I. I that's pretty much all I was gonna say. I was just like, I, I respect it for the the benchmarks that it, it it made, but I didn't really enjoy watching it as a movie in general. So no worries. That, that's pretty much what my review
1: was. Okay. Okay. <laughs> awesome.
2: Yeah. So uh, this is one that I hadn't seen in oh, Boy, a long time. It's it was uh, early days of high school when I watched this movie because I had to prepare for Tron Legacy, mm. uh, which, which I actually, I, I still think the score slash soundtrack to Tron Legacy is one of the greatest of all time. Amazing,
1: online. yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, it's
2: incredible. Uh, and, you know, being a little bit more of a modern, I, I think I enjoy the sequel more, um, but I also really like, you know, going back and rewatching this one again after seeing that one more recently, kind of looking at it as a prequel. I, I appreciate what this was able to do. Now, in the same camp as Lindsay, I didn't necessarily think this was all that great. Um, and I understand what you said about the storytelling, Lindsay. But right. I'm going to look at the story itself and say even, you know, the visuals, obviously. But maybe even the story is more ahead of its time than any aspect of this movie. Because mm. what Joe was just saying, the idea of these individuals being paralleled in it almost feels like in another dimension yeah uh that's that's kind of the way they approach it that was one of the most uh interesting sci-fi ideas i've seen in a while and the crazy thing about this movie you look at that aspect of the story and then you look at the visuals and i don't think the visuals hold up very well they don't they don't (laughs) but have you seen a movie like tron other than the sequel since tron i haven't no you know what i mean I haven't really seen – now, we've seen movies take concepts from Tron, countless films like the idea of technology rising up against us. We've seen that idea plucked.
1: The Lawnmower um, Man The lawnmower Man is a good example of that. Where Ready, yeah. Player One, yeah. Ready
3: Player One is very similar in concept. Yes.
2: yes. So you can see – I think you can see the influences from this movie vastly amongst like early 2000s early oh, 2010s yeah. type sci-fi movies and i think that's where i look at this film and say you know what that's actually really impressive because these other films they haven't rep replicated the exact formula yeah that they've taken from that formula yeah and for tron to do it in that way that's why i was watching this movie and obviously it's great to see jeff bridges Early on, it's great to he, see. You. No, he no. was
3: a sexy young man, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. You should it's watch Starman.
1: You guys should watch Starman with John I like, Carpenter. That's That's great. I
2: haven't seen yeah. Starman in a
0: while. Dude, <laughs> Starman's
1: on Amazon Prime right now. It's 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 okay. a, it's, it's, it's a great feel good movie really he
2: is a he's a beast i, I mean he's Star. a beast I love and jeff bridges joe you were talking about that relationship established I, I actually really liked the chemistry between when they first have that encounter and he's mm-hmm. coming out you know, putting a shirt on and all yeah. that stuff and you can tell there's some tension a little, yeah, little three-way relationship there right so for me even though visually there's really nothing else like tron which i'm impressed with for me the more interesting stuff was what was happening outside of the tron world um because that's kind of where you get that's kind of where you start to comprehend what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. So when they go back into the Tron world, it's a little much for me. It was a little too cheesy at times. a little too I like, it. okay. Yeah. For me, it's like, I look at Star Wars coming out and that doing it in the way that worked really well for me. And then this at the same time. But I go back to my original point. You can tell a lot has come from this movie. And seeing yeah. it now, being impressed with that aspect of it, I, I think it's one that... And, you know, we had the sequel... And even the sequel didn't do great, but it in itself has almost become a cult classic. It to is. the point to where they actually recently announced a third movie starring Jared Leto. This was a couple of years ago that hasn't been talked about since, ever since they bought Fox. But I feel like it's going to come back into the conversation eventually. So yeah. this franchise keeps going for well, a reason. Well,
1: also, too, and I'm going to say that Disney World uh, Orlando is, is in about four months ready to ra- launch the Tron roller coaster. Yes. Uh, and so there is going to be an entire land of Tron at the that's Magic cool. Kingdom in in Future World, that's and cool. so it's going to be amazing. And that's one of the reasons why I haven't got a Disney pass yet. I'm just waiting. Wait, I'm waiting. Wait. Now, it was something about, and I, I'm going to say this, and then we'll move on to Cobra Kai. But there was some kind of yeah. The the graphics are cheesy. I mean, I mean, a way they're using kind of reflective tape to create those like glowing yeah. patterns. Uh, but I but again, just, at the time. Crazy. Yeah. Really cool. It never, you know I mean? never been done before. It never been done before. Um. But I I love the idea of like the identity disks and just, you know, a user being able to go into the platform that they're building. And it's just crazy. And then, you know, in Tron Legacy, we understand what happened to Clue. We thought Clue had died in Tron mm. 1, but Clue actually rose to power. It's it, it, And Clue is a mirror image of Flynn. Because mm-hmm. Flynn designed him and programmed him to be and make and think exactly like Flynn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's really interesting. So I love what you said, though, uh, Austin. A lot of these concepts, like Ready Player One, for example, are literally plopped and plucked yeah. right from the movie Tron. Because, again, Tron was so far ahead of its time, nobody knew how to understand it or interpret yes. it. What is ROM? What is RAM? What is Clue? What is a program? What is, what is a master program? Right. Nobody understood that. We do now. But
0: yes. anyway,
1: so let's go ahead and review this, and we're going to move into Cobra Kai because, oh my God, we got to talk some Terry Silver here. Uh, Lindsay Badger, what is your rating for for Tron? Four point two. Okay, all
3: right. I think
1: it's on 4.2. the low end. All right, that's... Austin.
2: Burke. I'm going to go rock solid six out of ten. I think six it's out of ten. It's a film that's fun to watch. I mean, again, you know, I I do wish I could have been more invest in certain aspects of, of the storytelling, but as a story, as an impressive piece of, you said it, Joe, art?
1: Yeah. That's pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, pretty solid. I'm going to go about a 6.5 out of 10. Okay. Um, I, I do love the film. I love the, uh, I think I like the story more than I like the visuals. Yes, I agree. I, 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 think, that's, I think that's fair, fair to say. I agree. Uh, I think Tron Legacy was able to amp up the visuals with the story. They yeah, finally married right. the two, and they got it right. Uh, but that's it for us on the retro rewind. If you guys have seen Tron recently, the 1982 version, um, there it's actually streaming right now on Disney Plus, which is where we all saw it. And so is the sequel, Tron Legacy. And the animated series as well. Uh, be sure to head over there and let us know what you think about it in the popx.live chat room. If you're listening on the audio podcast, please drop us a comment or uh, reply back on our podcast feed and let us know what you think about it. All right. So, with all that said, they should have left Jared Leto in the house of Gucci <laughs> X oh
2: you guys heard your John little accent, House of Gucci. He talks like a beast. Oh no,
3: it's like an animated Mario. Oh, no.
1: No. bring
2: that into Tron Three, please.
1: Oh no, that's oh, not. No. That's that's Here like the go. what is it, The Maralvinian in um, Matrix. I want to get you. I want to get (laughs) you so bad. It's just like that. 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 Anyway. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It is so good to see everybody here hanging out in the chat room. I appreciate that. Are you guys ready for some Cobra Kai? Of course. Yes. All right. Well, guys, I'm going to roll the spoiler alert warning. If you have not seen Cobra Kai Season 4, you might want to hit the pause button, watch it, then come back. All right. We'll be right back.
0: (laughs) To enter a Pahaha Pacts spoiler alert. Beyond this point, there is no return. You have been warned.
1: You have been warned, and uh, warning, 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 warning uh. Let me let me uh, send this message here. We got the chat rooms blowing up here. I want to say a okay. huge shout out to uh, John Parr from Barger. He's no stranger to Popex Cast. Got the Comics Clash hanging out with us. Michael Murray. We got uh, Life with Jane. What's up, Jane? How you doing? And we got uh, Harshit Sharma hanging out with us as well. Uh, hey, thanks for hangs. Appreciate it. Can I give it.
2: a shout out to John really quick? Please. Uh, John was getting really nerdy with me the other day we did a little hangout on patreon brought some people on right and john and i were talking about one of our favorite movies from 2021 okay uh, and it's called coda which is a beautiful film about a girl who lives in a deaf family and the star of that film who plays the young girl john found out that the movie that we just talked about on Popex cast the snowman you know the guy who sang the song in the snowman
1: alid alid mcclellan yeah
2: okay his daughter is the star of Coda, one of the movies, one of my favorite movies from last year. It's going to get wow. an Oscar nomination because we were talking about how good of a singer she was. And John was like, listen to this nerd nugget. And he told oh, me, and I'm like,
3: oh my gosh. That is hard. Like so the
2: daughter,
1: daughter of Alad, who sang Walking actor. in the Air.
0: Yeah.
3: Yes. <laughs> That's good going. Dude, he, John. Tied,
1: he tied it all in. I'm like, nerd
3: John. Nerd nugget.
1: My god, come on, man. I gotta watch Coda now. What the heck? It's it's amazing. Where is it? Is it streaming anywhere? It is streaming on
2: Apple TV Plus. I have Apple TV Plus. It's a girl who wants to be a singer, her whole family is deaf, but she's pursuing her dreams anyway. Dude, beautiful film! Beautiful. You reviewed it
1: already? Nine out of Uh, ten? Okay, okay, awesome. All right, well, we're talking Cobra Kai here. As you can see, John Kreese right there with Daniel LaRusso, Johnny Lawrence, Terry Silver. Guys, I had a freaking blast with this series.
3: This was a great. This
1: season. was the best season yet, yeah. I believe, for Cobra Gosh. Kai. Cobra Kai never dies, guys. This is amazing <laughs> what they're doing cool. with this. I mean, yeah, there's some cheese factor. Oh my god, and there's some, it, there's but some, but it's done so well. And I think there, I'm gonna. There I'm gonna, has
3: to be a little cheese with karate movies. Tell shows. You. I mean, there ha- so
1: especially when you're dealing with the Karate Kid franchise. I mean, you're dealing with retro '80s topics with mm-hmm. a new millennial audience. You know, Austin, I'm go, I want to go. with Lindsay on Tron. I want to go with you. Yeah. Give us a little breakdown. What do? You, what are some of your? All right, give us first your what you likes, and mm-hmm. give us some things you may have not liked from your perspective as a film sure. critic.
2: Sure. Well, I we talk about cheese, but how many shows and movies have we seen bring back these classic 80s and 90s shows um, that have just botched it in its <laughs> execution, right? It tries to be cheesy, not the right execution. Or it's trying to be too serious. Well, we need our cheese. It's from the 80s, right? Cobra Kai is a beautiful marriage of those things. And we really haven't seen anything like it. And I don't know if we'll see anything else like it. It's Awesome. In that way. Now, this season was fascinating because where we end off in the season prior is uh, Daniel and Johnny, they're now having to combine forces, Work come together, together bring yeah. the dojos together and go up against this huge, massive force increase right. uh, increases, of course, bringing over people that have since left the dojos that we know and love. So joining, you know, we think it's going to be this easy thing, and in the first episode we already realize, oh gosh, it's going to be difficult because they don't get along.
1: That's exactly right. (laughs) And
2: they make that very evident to the point to where later on in the season they have a battle themselves, which was pretty cool. (laughs) And they knocked each other out. They knocked each other
1: out. There's (laughs) no winner. You know, I'm so glad you hit that because there's no equal. There's no one greater than the other.
0: Mm -hmm. Did you Mm
1: -hmm. notice there's a little... Mm yin and yang yang, a perfect balance there is yep all right go ahead and continue oh beautiful
2: and and this you know this whole show up until this point has been all about what how am i going to take what i have been taught and apply it to my everyday life Mm -hmm. this season i think does that goes a step further with that in now i'm being taught two different things Mm. so now i i don't know if i go this way with, with johnny or or this way with Caruso. You know what I mean? It's like, and how, as a kid, how are they going to process this? Yeah. So, we're moving on. We're learning all this crazy stuff about these characters, but we're starting to kind of come around on certain characters that maybe we haven't been the biggest fans of thus far and vice versa. We have other characters that are kind of going the opposite direction. So, I I just thought it was really creative uh, and and even introducing new characters who is getting bullied at the beginning but then it turns out, by the time we get to the end, a beautiful character arc. By the way, yeah, he turns the, in. Yeah, he yeah. turns into the BA character. And there's actually a lot of people have been saying this young actor, which I need to find his name, um, would be a great Miles Morales.
0: Ooh,
1: I
3: heard that before. Mm-hmm. Several different people commenting about that.
1: I like it. I like I'm it. That's it. a good call, bro. Yes, yes. That kid, would, age. He's he's got he's got the physical stature. Yes, he does. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah.
2: Yeah, wow. that's pretty sweet, man. So I, I think my biggest problem with this season is there were some things that were so overdone, whether it be you know jumping off of a building or certain elements that are, are pushing that realism a bit too much. Like, I like to push it. I like the cheese. But I think season four maybe pushes it more than we've ever seen it before. But at the end of the day, what matters is the story and kind of culminating with that All-Valley tournament at the end and the way that plays out. And um, I, was, yeah, I was trying to predict the winners. I was right on a couple of them, but for the most part, it plays out in kind of an unexpected way. And then that twist yeah, at let's, the end, let's,
1: let's talk a little bit about that, yeah. too. I want, I want to make Thank sure you, we got a little time for Lindsay to chime in here as yes. well. But um, I, I thought it was really interesting how John Crease's character went to pursue Terry silver (laughs) over and over and over again. Almost like, you know how crease has that way of just playing that mental game with you until you have nowhere else to turn. And that thought is not going to leave your head until you do it. Yes. Well, spoiler alert warning, you know, we're going to fast forward to that last episode and talk about the last 10 minutes of the final episode. Um, in in a in a plot twist none of us saw coming. John Creese is framed mm. for a an act that he didn't commit and it was Terry Silver the entire time
2: mm. who
1: framed his own co-partner. I just thought that was just and now leading into season 5 I can kind of see where the wheels are going to be turning on that because Terry Silver is going to be the embodiment of Cobra Kai, the worst of it. And I kind of, I want to say it, Austin and Lindsay. I kind of see John Kreese kind of being the good guy, coming back with Danny and Johnny. Well, here's the beautiful thing about that, is we got those flashbacks last season, and, and I
2: wasn't thinking about it at the time, but I'm like, are they trying to make us feel sympathetic for Kreese? But when that happened to him at the end, I felt that sympathy. Yeah, I, I felt, felt bad
1: for the dude, man. I did. It's like, dude, he I didn't did. do anything. He just, and you can also t- see through. There's little nuggets in season four where when Terry is undermining him and saying things about Creese. Yeah. Do you guys pick up on that? It's like yeah, three times.
3: Yeah, he was like slowly yeah. building that. Yeah, and, yeah. And,
1: and and John would just John Creese would just look back at him like. You know, and you could just see that there's
3: like excuse me.
1: It's almost like yeah. like a really beautiful character arc with John Creese's character, where it's going to take Johnny Lawrence and Daniel Larusso and Crease to oh. take down Silver and Cobra Kai. Right. Lindsay Badger, go for it.
3: Um, uh, th- I I've been agreeing with everything that you guys have been saying thus far, but um, I I like to point out a couple of character developments that we got through this series that I really. I'm glad we got. We got Tori to calm down just a notch. <laughs> Thank Boy. God. Because I was it about off the over rails. it with her. She's she's she came a little more human
0: that look this yeah. season. Yeah. I mean, I know she's
3: or <laughs> she's intentionally supposed to be, you know, be angsty, angry, the world's against her, everything's carrying on her shoulders, and she's pissed about it. Always it always looks like she I crapped her pants constantly. when she gets mad. She, she yeah. always has that, you know, the furrowed brow thing, but we're, we're starting to find a level of peace in the tension yeah. between her and Samantha a little bit, a little bit, which Maybe. was nice. Um, she, she's um, Samantha's mom. What's her name? Amanda LaRusso? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It was, I, I, didn't, I didn't see that happening. No, <laughs> where I didn't see. She was going to step in and help Tori, but I'm glad that she did because she now has support. That yes. she didn't ever have before, so she's not attacking the world alone. Essentially, and she went to uh, ask
1: I, her for help. She that yeah, was a so big. So i
3: really I love how that show, in general, kind of the the adults are reaching into the kids' lives and trying to lift them up whenever they're going through all these tough stuff. We we went with uh, went through that with Robbie at the beginning in season one. Um, getting him into the right places and uh, LaRusso kind of taking him under his wing and so now we're kind of having that moment with Tori in this season so I really enjoyed that um, I the prom thing was kind of cheesy but I mean that's the 80s cheese that you yeah. you you yep. want and need yep. in, in the series like this and I really enjoyed the character flip of Eli I think he mm-hmm. really stood out to me Eli was I did great. not expect him to be basically the the star of the tournament, um, that was very much unpredictable. And his whole character me.
1: was just robbed from him. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was just sad, you know. It's, yeah,
3: the whole yeah. losing of the Mohawk and the whole personality flip. I really enjoyed that. I, I know Robbie has always been like at the forefront of this series and I'm glad that he kind of took the back seat a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And we got to focus on other kids which I really, really liked. Um, And that Samantha's character wasn't always about trying to prove things to her dad, even though she still had some of that, she was more about searching for a path within herself and what was right for her.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Which I really liked that as well. Um, Yeah. I, there's a lot of things happening in this. Uh, I really loved to hate mr silver <laughs> i mean that's that's really that's the only his purpose of his though. existence
1: that's you gotta hate um, the guy john,
3: i mean and yeah i was with you too the 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 empathy came at the end for john crease whenever the cops came to pull him over or, or, or take the jail or whatever yeah but i i still i mean he's not gonna team up there's no way they may get him out of jail but there there's no way that they're going to
1: well team here, up. Here, here's the thing <laughs> Lindsay, and I, i'm not going to be contradictory but Silver's goal was to have multiple Cobra Kais all over the entire valley. Right. And with Kreese in prison, he's gonna be, he's got the money. Yes. And he's going to do it.
3: He has the power. Yeah. And
1: Kreese is not going to be able to take it back. Because it's going to be such a... It's going to be... Cobra Kai, I think, it might be the death of Cobra Kai. Because if you think about it in terms... Because the only way to take down Cobra Kai is to take down Silver... But if there's so many other Cobra Kais out there and other legions and other, uh, you know, members and stuff like that, and you have little pods of, of all over the city, mm-hmm. you know, you not just got this one group of kids. Now you've got, yeah. you've got 10 Cobra Kais, yeah. whereas you got one Miyagi-Do, you know, it's just like, whoa, yeah. what's so, going on here? So
3: we, we finally got, I think, some settling between Daniel and Johnny on it's okay to do it your way, (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which I really think was great moving forward. So we kind of got that beef out of the way a little bit. And I think they're going to embrace each other's techniques a little bit more in the future. So that bringing him in is a possibility. I just don't see him and Johnny working through that and getting along at all. But I mean,
1: bringing, you know, I mean, Kreese may not have a big role in season five, but one person that will have a big role in season five. Did you re- remember the the last thirty seconds when Miguel? Daniel is yeah when Daniel is at the grave of Mister Miyagi?
3: Oh right, and he's yes. like, "We're
1: gonna need everybody. He's We're gonna, gonna need kinda, your help." Oh, and so the original, uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that's the original actor from Karate Kid. Two.
3: He's the yeah, he's the the kid he fought in Japan.
1: Right. And yeah. um I can't remember his I can't remember the guy's remember name. Maybe John name or somebody in the either. chat can help us out with yeah. that. The actor or the character. I think the character's name is Chosen. I'm Chosen.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay.
1: Yes. yeah I don't know the I, actors. I don't know not Chosen the actors. I just need to know. Okimoto. Okimoto. Yes. Something. Okay.
3: Yeah, Okimoto is the actor. So life.
1: so it looks like Daniel and 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 Chosen are going to be That's so cool. <laughs> That's
3: My so heart true. my heart absolutely shattered for miguel
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my god whenever goodness, yeah. he
3: was putting so much effort into trying to form a relationship with johnny and johnny is just so hyper focused on mm-hmm. robbie that his whole energy is so like channel visioned and miguel finally realizes that it's just like oh yes. all right well, yeah. ladies
1: and gentlemen, we have a Poffenbarger fun fact for you. Oh, another, cra- another crazy fact for you all. Did you know that actor that plays Terry Silver is actually re- younger than Ralph Mott <laughs> what?
3: what? What? What?
1: Is younger than Ralph no. Macchio in real life? Crazy. What? No.
2: That's crazy.
3: Wow. Really? Wow. That's
1: crazy. Life? Man, Ra- He looks good. <laughs> he looks I mean good. It's- what is Ralph is what? He's in his fifties now?
2: I mean he
1: has to be. I would I, I don't know. I'm not I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna Google this in the middle of the show. Maybe okay. maybe our tech wizard Poffenberger can do it. Ooh, <laughs> but yeah. um
3: uh, oh, here's a here's a question for you guys. Do we have any other cameos expected coming up in the future?
1: Oh man, I hope so. Let's see. Uh we're pulling from uh Karate Kid one, two and three. Man, I don't I don't know. Uh if there's any other characters, unless they're like one of the female acquaintances of Daniel. Yeah. Um, I don't really force, because the
3: first story we had like the love interests and, sure. and of course, John Crease coming in. Silver
1: and then... is 59. Daniel is 60. In real oh,
2: that is oh, unbelievable.
1: Good God, bro.
2: And he's doing all the his, his action scenes and
1: everything. Ralph is show. 60 years old. Incredible. Wow. Ralph Macchio is 60 years old.
3: That's wow. Ralph could be my dad.
2: And you know what's so cool, though? And, and you know, you could, you could look at... Dad? Father? Daddy? Are you dad? Just you don't call him dad. The- okay. Don't say daddy. But you look at all these actors, they're doing their own stunts. And sometimes it's obvious during the fight scenes, but it doesn't bother me as much because they're doing their own stunts. And the way these yeah. directors With go With the exception about it, of Creese. That's yeah,
1: yeah. Season two, uh, we saw some backhead shots. It wasn't
2: that's true, but for the most part, I mean, you could tell that that someone like a Terry Silver maybe they weren't as seasoned as they used to be, but they're still getting them in there and doing it, man. And that is it's most shows and movies don't do this with all of their actors, a rare appearance by a stunt double. So
1: we're talking, and we're talking to pretty much even Daniel's mother. Who played in the original yeah. Karate Kid has That's a cameo right. here, and yeah, yeah. so every actor has been on board except I
3: about you her. know
1: Mr. Miyagi of course, who, his, who passed oh, away yeah. several years ago. But I mean, his his the legacy of of that is is obviously continuing on. But it's yes. just yeah. an amazing franchise that we get to be alive to see something that is tapping on the heartstrings of the '80s kid inside of us, Absolutely. but also appealing to the youth of today it's it's amazing and it's a perfect marriage of like you said austin of of cheese and fun Mm -hmm. and nostalgia and modern and and appealing to the young young people i mean this is great
3: definitely relevant it's
1: very yeah relevant thank you that's the word I'm, i'm trying to juggle around in my head amazing it's just good and i think honestly if a lot of shows would if In this renaissance, we were just talking about the renaissance revival with King of the Hill yes. and Mike Judge and all that. It would be good if they used Cobra Kai as like, this is how you do it. Yes. This is how it works, a balance. Yes. And I think uh, that Cobra Kai is literally setting forth a template that is kind of wowing everybody at this point. And uh, I'm loving every minute of it. I may, be yeah. a, I may go back and watch season four all over again. Speaking of which, uh, I think our next uh, episode is going to be on Boba Fett. We need to we need to definitely talk about Book of Boba Fett Fett. because I haven't watched the latest today. I need to watch episode four. Yeah, Uh, don't spoil it, nobody. I'll be watching
3: um, it tomorrow, so it's okay.
1: Okay, but uh, guys, any closing thoughts or remarks on Cobra Kai season four? Did I miss anything? Is there anything that we haven't talked about?
3: I feel like we pretty well covered it. I don't yep. think there was a, a lot missed there. I mean, we covered the tournament. We covered the dojos coming together and coming apart. Well, the,
1: the tournament, maybe that too. The female lead and Cobra Kai finally won the Valley Tournament. And
3: I liked the new categories they added. And they added in um, skills. Skills. Like with skill based, skill stuff, based. which is yeah. actually legit stuff. That them. was but cool. But then the
2: catching the referee cheating at the oh, end. That
3: oh, that was shady. we money. can't
1: talk about that too. Yeah, But that was Terry Silver's doing. Yeah, that was what? Silver's. Yeah, that was business. Silver's doing. That fishy um,
2: call there earlier in the battle, I'm like, man, that that's... and even As a fan watching, I'm like, that's a bad call. But it turns out... It, it was actually
1: was a paid referee. Boy. So the truth is going to come out that the All-Valley ref is really? part of Terry Silver's oh, back that'll pocket. That'll definitely that's, affect things. That's going yeah. to be crazy. I can't wait yeah. season five. It can't come any sooner, I'll be honest with you. I mean, come on. I mean, I they, need, they need to do this stuff. Um... But some shows I'm currently watching right now, I want to let you guys know what what is on Job's tube right quick. I am finishing mm-hmm. up on oh, Vikings. Oh, right. John
3: mentioned uh, Carrie Underwood Carrie. music oh, yeah, that was video there. there.
1: I, that. <laughs> I forgot all about Carrie Underwood doing my, the opening ceremony. My
3: Oklahoma ceremony. native shout-out. Yeah, what? Boy.
1: Um, But I'm currently finishing up Vikings. I'm on season five, oh. going into season six. Vikings is amazing. I'm also watching Book of Boba Fett uh there's a i finished up witcher two weeks ago witcher season mm-hmm. two a Witcher's phenomenal um is so uh, some good stuff out right now guys some good yeah. stuff but uh with all that said you guys ready to review cobra kai season four What's mm-hmm. it all right austin we'll go with you first any
2: show that can survive two seasons on youtube red is impressive you guys remember that because it was not a netflix original they bought it
3: that's Which i you? do remember that <laughs>
2: That is so impressive. So uh, my score for this season, I'm actually going up. I, I did go back. Joe, you mentioned going back and rewatching it. I went back and watched the whole
1: season again. So did I'm you really? going an 8-5 with my five. Score.
2: Yeah, 8-5. Uh, what a great show, man.
1: That's awesome. Uh, Lindsey Badger.
3: Uh, I honestly don't even. I'm going 8-6. I'm just going
1: to one-up you, Austin, because okay. why not? Well, <laughs> what the hell? I'll go 8-7. Uh, because, I mean, I'll be honest with you guys. I this might be I had more fun with season four than I've had with the entire franchise so far They're so
2: I mean dude so it's so, like <laughs>
1: it's so good
2: which kid is my favorite you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. season one yeah. season four like, <laughs> what yeah. do we do?
1: it's amazing so um so thank you guys so much for for hanging out with us and talking a little Cobra Kai action as you can tell, we're all very passionate about it, and uh, we want to know what you guys think about Cobra Kai. Be sure to leave your review. You can, yeah, you can review it. Why not? You're you Popex family.
3: It's a free country.
1: Drop that number in the chat room. Let us know if you're listening on the audio podcast. Hey, let us know in the chat. Leave us a comment on uh, whatever platform that you're doing. Just respond back. I love Cobra Kai. I give it a blah blah blah, and we'll we'll, we'll you know we'll we'll appreciate that. But. Yeah. um Anyway, we want to use shout-out to uh, uh, the chat room is still going on. Jeremy Stoltz just makes it. Shout-out to right Jeremy it.
3: coming in at the end. He'll well. have to catch the replay. Yep.
1: He's always catching the tail end of everything. God bless his heart. <laughs> he
3: likes uh, that tail. He does oh, like tail. Wait, what?
1: Yes, Jeremy likes no. tail.
3: That's
1: and not, tie. That's not what you said. He likes tail tie. Maybe. That's Maybe weird. I don't okay. know what's going on. All righty. Let's wrap this thing up here, guys. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. So. Somebody's got to wrap it up. I think it's Austin's wrapping it I'll up. I'll do it. Let's All wrap
2: right. it up, guys. Okay. Like a Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas. I,
2: I'm Austin Burka at the Burkinator. You guys can search and find me. MySpace or something. We are part of a newly formed creative group known as the Creative Multiverse. For more great media, content, artwork, and more, find us on uh, Facebook groups. And now on Discord at the Creative Multiverse. If you are a creative, produce content, or have a talent, we want to see it. Show it. And we would like for you to share it with us in the Multiverse man, multiverse. That's a popular concept
1: right now. You like that? All right, so I like that. Well, there's,
3: there's lots of things. Lots it's
1: it's a lot of things and things and things. I appreciate. It. Things. Yeah.
3: Speaking of multiverse, we're on multiple social media platforms. If you'd <gasps> like true. to find us, MySpace. We're on Facebook, we're... MySpace, and Instagram, and Wait, Tumblr. We're and on MySpace. I think if we're, we're even are, on right? Pinterest. If you look, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think we
1: are on Spin. <laughs> <Our friend.
3: laughs> the the handles at PopXCast, If you're curious. Um also we do take emails if you want to send us any comments or suggestions hey, that way. You I can... would
1: I nobody emails me, Lindsay.
3: Well, I mean That's sad. someone
1: please email us. I mean
3: I, I don't even I only check my email like once was, a week. Anyway, I did so, get an email
1: last week for penis enlargement.
3: Oh well they can send I, all the penis enlargement promotions. That was to so. an accident. I was trying to forward at that to medicine. <laughs> <Addison. laughs> oh,
1: sorry. That was... Austin. Don't be showing up in my box like that, bro. Oh my god. Sorry, guys. Anyway.
3: Stay out of Joe's boss. God. Right. That's, that's fine. <laughs> Wrong all right. You guys know where to go for all the good stuff. Feature, past shows, all the things. Make sure you go to our future, our official website, www.popx.com.
1: That's it and uh of course I am joseph Burke aka at Joseph Burke Arts all over social media it's not too difficult to find me if you know how to find me and of course hats off to my amazing family here on the screens with me at Team Popex. Lindsay and Austin, I love you guys. You complete me. You make oh. my life worth amazing chimichangas. I appreciate that. And so that's it for this episode of PopEx Cast. We will see you next time in two weeks for episode 138. And we're going to be talking about the book of Boba Fett. Now, so- the, the Retro Rewind is yet to be determined. So we're, we, we haven't figured that out just quite yet. But we do know. We're going to be, by the time we reach that, uh, Austin, is Book of Boba Fett six episodes?
2: That's a good question. I am going to run under that assumption. So I think. Okay. But, you know what? Let me IMDB it.
1: IMDB it right quick before before we log. I, I want stand to know. By
2: Look, while your request Book is of Boba Fett. Thank
3: you. Okay.
1: Bob, we have Bob seven Bob.
2: episodes ending on February 9th. That is the okay. finale.
1: Seven, seven. episodes. Bob. All right. So there we go. We will have something to talk about. Faux show. But from all of us here at the Funny Farm, we'll see you next time. Uh, <laughs> take care. Bye <Bye-bye>.
3: bye. Bye, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: his nipple. Oh, wait, I mean, that's Batman. I mean,
1: I'm, scared. I'm
0: scared.
3: That's Batman's nipple.
0: From everyone <laughs> at Pop X Cast. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Have a listening. good one, guys. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and click that notification bell so you know when we go live next. Drop us an email popxcast at gmail.com. Throw us up a like on Instagram and all those other social media outlets at popxcast. Until next time. From everyone at Pop X Cast. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and click that notification bell so you know when we go live next. Drop us an email popxcast at gmail.com. Throw us up a like on Instagram and all those other social media outlets at Pop X Cast. Until next time.